country. Gonna, I don't have the lyrics, Megan. Going for a drive. Going across country. Moving from Mississauga on to Calgary. I want, no, no, do it again. Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, you gotta get that little craggy voice. Good. Uh, I can't read the words. And and Michael, Michael stuck inside a car. car. Gonna hit, hit the road and drive really far. Hey, We're back. All right, and we are back. We had a good day today. It was a, it was a good day. We're going to try something here. Call Sue Schuster. We're going to get a guest. We're going to see. Cause we're guest on the line. We need a... Got it. Home or mobile? Mobile. Calling Sue Schuster. I don't know if there's a cop, but I'm just gonna pass. It could be, like I said, I've got the lights switched on. Hello. I don't know if they've got these kinds of cars in here. Welcome. Hey. Welcome to the show. Oh no, I'm on the show. Yeah. I'm on the on, show. You are on the show. We got super special guest Sue. We're happy to have you. Happy to have you, yeah. Super, super amazing special guest who is pulling a mom routine, saying what you should be doing, and giving you giving you unhelpful advice. Wait, what? Do you, you didn't tell us what to, what we should be doing. You guys should be stopping and resting. Oh, yeah. You if you're staying should... at a hotel, you're only staying for a couple hours, so shouldn't you pay less? That's not how hotels work. <laughs> Just I think you should go away. I think you should should hit them up. Hey, the room's gonna be empty. What about fifty bucks? Come on, it's gonna be empty anyways. Yeah, but they also know that if we're coming in there and we want a room, it means we want to sleep. So they also know that, like, well, do you want to sleep somewhere or you can sleep outside? Yeah, that's right. I'll sleep in my car. And then technically, it's not gonna be empty if we're inquiring, right? That's very true. But the point is that it's very lost. Do you want me to give you the Olympic recap of the day? Yeah, what happened? We were watching the soccer game this morning. When I left the soccer game, it was one nothing for Sweden. Canada won the gold, but in a shootout. Oh, that's amazing. Sorry, sorry if that's a spoiler alert for anybody out there listening to this podcast, but Canada did win in a shootout. However, according to Foosball Pa, Sweden oh. was the better team. Okay. That Sweden was the better team, got way more shots on goal, but Canada, but they were meaner. They're very mean. Oh, those mean. And girls. they were not very nice. So that was the. I round. I sum that up for you uh, a lot quicker. Those mean Swedish girls. But you know the Swedes. They're known for being very mean. Oh. I, I hear that. I hear that Scandinavians are very mean. I consider them the aggressors of the world. I, you know what, definitely, they're definitely on keeping it on the down low, but I think, you know, I think that Ikea is, is like certainly considering world domination, but just in a driving everybody insane with trying to put furniture together. Yes. They're going to flat pack the world. They're they're definitely affecting our morality, our, 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 not our morality, our, oh. our confidence in our abilities to be major uh, builders, 
by that's, making things very difficult to put together. That is true. And then, like, we're not going to put instructions in your language or call anything, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that's their way. I'm going to make you look like an idiot trying to ask for something at Ikea. I need the Tabikshik drawer liner. The Tabikshik. The K-T- a umlaut, K C I T, the Kmnikachik drawer liner. Do you have Do you have that? And then they're like, oh you want you want delivery. No problem. Go stand in that line. There you go. Alright, let's talk about this day, because this is you're talking IKEA talk. So so Canada one, that's good. So so today we have had a, an awesome day though. Right? Okay, Megan, so Megan's tell very me about quiet. So, give give Megan a chance to talk because people are like, is Megan there? Hello? Open my I want to hear about your day. So we stopped at how many waterfalls today, Megan? A total of three. A what? A total of three. You're so quiet. I feel like I'm yelling. <laughs> a total you of, tell me that. of three. No, that's why, that's why the mic's on your side. You should really face the mic towards you there like that. So a total of three waterfalls today. Which ones? We don't know a, the name of the first one. A big one. A, a long one. Uh-huh. A big one. And an even bigger one. Yeah. Well, we know the names of the other. Mink Creek Falls. Mink Creek Falls. And uh, Keka... Kekabeka? Uh, Kekabeka. Yep. Falls, which is also part of a whole campsite. Yeah, and... it's a provincial park. It was, it was awesome. And... Guess what we saw there, Sue? The local public school is also called Kekabika Falls. Well, yeah, they only had the one. They only had the one, yes. Right, this, this cop is totally not a cop. Well, now you just gave it away. What? When you told me, guess what we saw there, we saw there, Sue, now I know that you saw the local public school, so you gave away the big surprise. Oh, that, I mean, highlight of the trip. Highlight of the trip. No, we saw a bald eagle. Get out. At, at the park. Which is so funny because yeah. when we started this trip. What's this? What are you trying to show me? I can't read it. We, when we started this trip, Megan was talking about seeing bald eagles in Ontario. And I was like, I don't think there's bald eagles in Ontario. And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there are. And I was like, no, nah, I get out of town. And then I'm like, not, not even a day later, there's a bald eagle sitting there by Kekka... Kekabeka Falls. Kekabeka Falls. Wow. How close did you see it? Uh, not too close. I mean, he was on the other side, or she. He? She? Was on the other side of, like, the river, kind of down there. But it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a thanks to Mike for recommending going there. Because that's kind of why we were like, well, we you know, we got to stop. We should stop there. Totally worth the $5.95. Recommended to all listeners. Yeah. Hey, and if you go to kekabekafalls.com slash Mike and Megan, you can get 10% off your Kekabeka admission. If I leave now... Yes. If I leave now, is that a good idea? Like, I think I should get in the car and go and to get my 10% discount. But you don't need to get in the car to get the discount. You just go to the website... <laughs> Kekabeka.com slash Mike and Megan. Just because you get them admission doesn't mean you really have to go. We're 
telling yeah. you all about it. But I do think that you should go. I mean, it was, it really was a, like, it was a beautiful waterfall. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, and we stopped at, uh, we also stopped, so Mink Creek, Mink Creek Fall. How Mink Creek Falls? Yeah, how did you and, find out about that thing? Uh, Chippewa Falls. Chippewa Falls? Chippewa Falls, yes. Well, that's what you were trying to show me. Which was the halfway point, not of Canada itself, but of the Trans-Canada Highway. Oh, really? And we learned that uh, the first man to, to cross the Trans-Canada, or to, to cross Canada uh, before the highway was built, he was really uh, uh, advocating for highway. He put train wheels on his car to get through the train. What was his name? No, what was his name? His name, oh my god, what was his name? I remember being like, oh yeah, that, you know, that's, oh my gosh. He had a famous movie named after him. Don Quixote. Very close, but Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle, yes! Dr. Doolittle. Wow. How amazing is that? And he could, wow. he could talk to the animals. Dr. Perry Doolittle. Dr. Perry Doolittle. That's pretty cool. His that's, legacy lives that's on. Pre- that's a pretty neat fact. So it has been it has been a fun day. Um, Mink Creek Falls was really, really cool. So Megan found it on, um, what website was it, Megan? Uh, it is this OntarioWaterfalls.com. It is this person this anonymous person who has gone out of I don't know if it's a him oh that's true but anonymous person who has got out of their way to put together all the waterfalls that they have either went to themselves or discovered through word of mouth on this one website that everybody can refer to and and there are quite a few in Prairie Sound you could say as well to check out Neat. Sue yes ontariowaterfall.com yes slash Mike and Megan for 10% off on your website visit you go to ontariowaterfall.com slash Mike and Megan not 10% off if they want any information don't you know how podcasts work you got to charge them from the premium subscription for the Patreon. Oh, that's true. Sign up for our Patreon, and we'll tell you where it is. Five dollars a month, and they'll tell you where these waterfalls are. Yeah. That's why we and bring then, you to the meetings. Yeah, this is. And then we should pause this for a business we, meeting. We won't tell you. We're gonna have to edit that out. You're gonna have to edit that that website out, and we're gonna have to put it on the Patreon subscription. I'll just bleep it out. It'll get more. Yeah, it'll good. get more listens because people are like, "Whoa, that was a lot, that was a lot of swearing," and then yeah, that'll yeah. be exciting. That'll be exciting. So yeah, so Mink Creek, Mink Creek Falls, um, was you could you can't see it from the like I thought we're not gonna miss it. Like you know we'll we'll drive past it, but Megan was like, "No, like you you have to you have to actually stop." And there's a little trail you walk down in the woods, like. The, the stairs are pretty much um, are pretty much like tree roots and stuff and you kind of
come to this little clearing and there's this absolutely gorgeous waterfall. So it's so cool because it's very, like, very much you that we were there. There was another, we saw another couple there and they, they left by the time we didn't even see how they left. So like there were only two other people. There's this beautiful waterfall. Megan splashed her face with water to try to wake up. Nice. These steps down the whole path actually uh, totally uh, natural totally natural but uh, yes it seems created just by others perhaps hearing the waterfall from the road or, or yeah it's just, it just looks like a, a path that people have walked through yeah, seeing that there's a creek and, and, and wondering if something's on the other side. But you I, couldn't even sure. see the creek from the road. So, yeah, it was really cool. That, that, I wonder, do you think what? Do you think it's a fishing spot or no? Uh, it seems to be quite... Mm. Oh, no, no, no. If you sign up for the Patreon... So then in our in our deluxe Patreon package we talk about fishing spots. <laughs> in the deluxe. That's only ten dollars a month. Ten ninety nine plus tax US a month. And then we went That's that's a great deal. That, I think everybody should do that. That's a great deal. I think the other two and a half people listening to this podcast should sign up right now. I agree. It, I mean this deal will only last until the end of the day. You have 24 hours to sign up. After that, the price goes back to regular price, which is $14.99. Um, then we stopped at the Terry Fox Monument, where we met Andrew. Yes. A, a nice young man who was driving from Edmonton back to home Toronto. His brother had given him a car. Given him a car, right? Bought a new car and given him his old one. Yeah, so he decided to fly out to Edmonton and then do the drive back. He said it was the second time he was doing it. Um... The last time he went through the States, and this time he'd go through Canada. So we told him to stop. He got two free cars? No, no, no. His brother bought a new car, so he was giving him his old car. Yeah, but he said it's the second time he's been doing it. His brother's given him two cars? That's well, a nice brother. I, don't, I, I don't, wish I had a nice brother that would give me a car. I don't... Like, like you know, I wish I had a brother that would give me a car that he maybe would leave in Ontario when he's moving to Calgary, you know? Like, what? if that was happening. Like. I don't know that you want to downgrade, but okay, yeah, sure. I'll tell you what, we'll trade straight up. <laughs> so Andrew was driving back to Toronto, and he lives in Toronto. Yeah, and the neat thing with Andrew is he also had a prosthetic leg, so I was like, it's kind of cool to see a guy with like a prosthetic leg like look up to Terry Fox. Like I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that that is quite quite. Did you not think that? I thought that was kind of cool. And before you actually uh, arrived back at the mon monument, I, I think you went to get your sweater. It was a little chilly up there. Uh, he he kind of looked at me and he said, what was his, his exact words? I never knew there was a monument up here. Hmm. I guess I better come check it out. And looked down at his leg and kind of chuckled. And that was also... That was kind of cute, too. That's I was wondering, I saw you two talking, and I was like, I wonder, like, yeah, and then we had a big debate over the, 
the sleeping giant, which one was it? Because we were like, which one is it? And like, they kind of all, like, I guess most islands, I would argue, kind of, you could say, eh, it kind of looks like a person laying down. So that was kind of neat. Then Megan met somebody really nice. So we stopped at No Frills, <laughs> uh, met somebody really nice who called you a rat. <laughs> yeah. He called. What? A fucking rat. I'm hey, whoa, sorry. Whoa, bleep that. <laughs> whoa. Oh, you're allowed one. You're allowed one, and then it's not. This true. is a, this is a quote. <laughs> but you can't say it again now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there was, was there was a man. A certain man. There was a man. He had a okay. This one man. He was sleeping, and he had a sign, and he. There were two guys. He had yeah, and it had hungry and broke on this sign. And he was out front of the Dollarama. And. I was going around stickering and casually walked up to him. Oh, I got this orange. Would you like it? And he happily took it. So like I went back to human. the car. <laughs> like a person who was possibly who was hungry. Hung- had a sign that said he was hungry. Yeah. And wanted food. And you were like, hey, an orange is a perfect thing. It's self-contained. You can see it's safe. It's got its own wrapper. It's perfect. Put it in your pocket. And then you said he fell back asleep right away. And he fell back asleep, yeah. It was nice and sunny and warm, and, and he looked cozy, and he had a little chair. Yeah, we don't need the whole rundown here, right? <laughs> and he's the, one that, he's the one that called you a rat? No, no, that was me. Then when she oh. got back to the car, I was like, you giving our oranges, you rat. No. No. Well, well, I went back to the car. I got a banana because... Because I was a little hungry for some fruit. Yeah. And and then there was another guy in front of the No Frills. He was playing guitar. So I was listening for a bit. And he's pretty good at guitar. He wasn't great at singing. But it, but it worked well together. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so Megan was like, well, you know, like, one for one I gave um, some guy a fruit. You know, maybe I could go two for two. Like, you know. Well, I, yeah. I thought I had an extra banana. Maybe somebody could enjoy it with me. Went over, brought a sticker actually, just as backup. Thank God you brought that sticker. Yeah. Uh, I, I. He he saw me come and he, we were kind of looking at each other. He he was eyeing me out, and and out of nowhere. Don't come near me, you rat. You don't come near me, you rat. And and so I, I started taking peeling off the back of that sticker and putting putting the banana kind of back in my pocket and and I looked back at him. You better not be seriously talking to me <laughs> and this guy is a busker like trying to appeal to the public I don't know that I would define him as a busker let's be clear he's sitting you know with the like he's no he's a beggar no, he, he had yeah. he's not busking no, I wouldn't say he's begging I wouldn't say he's busking he, he's somewhere in between he's, what I would say is he's trying to appeal to the public with his music, but not allowing any of the public to 
to approach him. Well, he let other people approach him. It was only Megan. <laughs> like, right after Megan, there was an old woman who came out of the store, and she went back to her car, and she came up to him, and he seemed totally fine. He didn't call her a rat, I'm guessing. Maybe that's... Well, you know what, well as we got... Sorry, go on. No, I said maybe that's their version of Narc. Maybe he thought you went knock. Oh, he said, yeah, I think he... I think he might have thought along those lines, which is fine. I didn't... I didn't know him well. He didn't know me personally, right? But but then the security guard came out, kind of talking to him. We were at a distance at this point, but then he started pointing, and we got out of there. <laughs> anyway. But I wonder if somebody was like, maybe somebody who was going in the store or something was like, that guy was yelling at somebody. And, yeah, yeah. And I wonder what he said. He's like, that, that, that red over there wanted to give me a banana. She's got knocked. the top Royal LePage teams in Canada, Greg Kushma. And I was like, like what, are the, isn't it, what are the crazy odds? It is a crazy small world. So it was, it was wild that, you know, here I am meeting the parents of, of one of our top teams. Now, I don't, I, don't th I don't know Greg personally. I don't believe I know Greg personally. Greg, if you're listening I, and you remember me, I apologize. I, you know, I meet, I meet a lot of people. I, I, you know, yeah, exactly. Rude. I'm going to bleep that out too, so it really sounds like you're saying something quite rude. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was like, that's wild. So they were super nice. We chatted for a while. They, they said, uh, you know, that we talked about the move and they said, wow, that's a big change. And I said, yeah, I got to be in Calgary by Sunday night. And they were like, wow, we are going over the next week. They've already been traveling for a week. <laughs> and uh, But they said they were taking it slow, taking it easy. So but I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, not, not like you guys are putting the pedal to the metal. You better believe it. Well, I, I find it amazing when I was thinking about you guys going and your podcast yesterday saying you were in Espanola and then you're going to Walla and I'm thinking about Gary who worked in Espanola and who drove that like on a weekly basis would drive up and drive back and drive up and Massey like he drives up to Massey every week right now right like oh I shouldn't be I shouldn't be giving the locations but anybody listening to this and you travel on the Trans Canada in Ontario Gary has probably paved your highway I will say yesterday we joked but they, they've been quite I remember, I remember Pa telling a story that 
when some of um, some of the relatives came from Germany, I think I don't know if it was like Silke and Bettina or um, oh my gosh, Sabina. Uh, Sabina. Yeah, because she said, "Oh, I like driving on the roads in Canada. It's like riding a horse." Ah. So, but I'll say these roads out here have been like, like super, super duper straight. So, I know yesterday we were well, joking that you know the ash, the ash, but like, no, it's been really like, really solid work. Good work, Gary. Well, he paved well, the roads. You'll have to. You work the loader, the paver. Yeah, you have to get him on your phone and tell him to tell you any secrets that they may have buried in the pavement there any you know bodies any things that may be that may be you know secrets of the road do they do that do they bury things in the road for fun actually for 10.99 you can subscribe to our podcast (laughs) secrets of the road secrets of the road (laughs) secrets of the road it is, it is exclusively for people who are into asphalt, perhaps uh, paving, uh, rollers, scrapers, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, for $10.99, you can find all the details on all, all Trans-Canada paving. Very That's... interesting podcast. It's, it's actually equivalent to Ice Road Truckers, if you're familiar with that show on History Channel. Yes, except the difference is you're not following the truckers. You're just hearing about the roads that they drive on. You're just hearing about roads and how roads are maintained and how the lines are put on the roads and what's buried in the roads. I have a feeling there's a lot of cigarette butts. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And a highway. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Buried, buried off those guys working those machines. I want a preview. So, I, can't, I, I don't know that I'll sign up without a preview. I feel like oh, it's like, oh, you know, that, you know that stretch between Dryden and Kenora? That's real flat. That's a good stretch of highway. <laughs> that's a good, that's, that's, a, that's that, a real good stretch of highway. That's a real good stretch. You really feel good and safe on that highway. You got the rumble strips going there? You got the rumble strips? You got them rumble strips, yeah, right down the middle? You got them uh, curve signs that warn you of the curves that glow in dark. They're very, yeah, they, they, when you when you put a light on them, they light up, like, they, they shine with your headlights, they light up, they tell you where the curves are in the road, where the deers are crossing. Well, okay, that's a question that we had. How, how, how do they, because we saw, like, on the way through Lake Superior Park, they were, like, moose for the next two kilometers, and they are like, moose for the next ten kilometers. I'm like, how are they determining, you know, like, shouldn't they just say, like, there's going to be moose for the next while? No, no, that's not how it works. The moose, the signs are not for the humans, they're for the moose to know where to cross the road. Look, Sue, I think, maybe you think this is some kind of a comedy podcast, or we're trying to be funny. We're trying to get facts about the road here. How do they know where to put those signs? I thought you, I was really excited that like, wow, Sue's got an answer. She's going to tell us how these signs go up. I think similar to this rat's mom over here. Bird highways. To bird highways? 
you know, there are specific pathways where the birds will migrate. You know, down on Long Island, around that corner, there's only specific places where they can stop. Turtles? On their travels, so perhaps they keep to the same paths as well. I don't know. I would like somebody to like me. Tomorrow you have to have Gary as a guest speaker and ask him these questions or whether it's decided by the Ministry of Wildlife. That would be a very good question to ask him, but I do believe from what I know, the signs are not for humans. They are actually for the animals to know where the safe place to cross the road is. That makes a lot of sense. That's why, the, don't you notice the moose signs are a little bit higher than the deer signs? And then the turtle signs are way down low? Well, turtle crossing signs? But why are they facing the road then? Shouldn't they be facing towards the forest? Well, it's, it's, it's like... It's like when you cross the street, the hand, the hand thing is facing the road. No, it's not. When they're walking along the road, they don't want to walk into the forest to look at the sign. They want to see it along the side of the road. Oh, okay, we can cross here. It's, okay, oh, it's, yeah, I guess that's true because they're going to follow the road to figure out where they can cross. All right, yeah, that's my stupid question. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Have silly, you seen, silly um, questions. Have, I seen have you seen any, any other wildlife? Birds? Well, we see birds. Bald eagles. We saw a bald eagle. Beautiful um, blue heron. Yeah, nice blue heron. We saw. We've seen a lot of a lot of crows. Ravens, yes. We put our feet in Lake Superior. I did see that picture. Yes, we put our feet in, right in there. I skipped a rock across there. Is it as cold as they say? There's not a chance I'm going in there. Lake Ontario is cold. It's probably a lot warmer than that. Not a chance you can get me in there. It is supposedly very cold, Lake Superior, right? That's why it's superior. So the other thing that's happened to us is like, the hotels are completely booked. Like, completely booked. So we could not book a hotel tonight in Thunder Bay, in Dryden, or Kenora. There were no hotels in any of those places. So we, we're at an Airbnb. Oh, well, I think a lot of people are traveling through Canada. Yeah, that's what they keep saying. They're like, yesterday at the Comfort Inn, they were saying, oh, yeah, a lot of people are are going around. A lot of people are, and I mean, in that respect, we met, you know, we've met people going from Edmonton to Toronto and a lot of people driving across Canada. So that's pretty cool. That, I think it's great that um, having done it myself many years ago with my grandmother, and it's pretty amazing to see your own country. We try, we always want to go to other countries, but our country is pretty amazing. It's there's some pretty cool things. It's just getting out of Ontario is very tedious. <laughs> Indeed. But um, Megan's still here, though. She hasn't fallen asleep. That is great. How, did you guys did you guys uh, sleep well last night? We did. Very good. <laughs> and not that you know, we did. I it takes me seconds sometimes. 
Okay. And I'll you? Give, I'm giving you the second. We gotta fill it in here. And you? Me? You talking to me? Correct. Uh, yeah, I slept pretty well. I, 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 uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty comfortable. I was a little worried. There, the air conditioning wasn't working. Um, so that, I was a little, I was a little toasty. Megan, you seemed like you were, you were all right in there. Well, that's what the difference has been on the word comfort in without air conditioning. It's not a little bit of a cause for refund. I'll be writing right to their head office. Hey, I'm a hit. I'm part of a hit influencer podcast that that talks of the roads of Canada. Um, I, I will question what that big thing on the wall was beside the window <laughs> that looks similar to an air conditioning machine. Well, it did have pool on it as an option, and I tried to, and even I, I put, like, I, you know, when the fan doesn't work, I thought, okay, let me just put the fan on, and that didn't yeah. do anything, and then I was like, well, okay, this thing's clearly broken, so I should have told them. I wonder, maybe, uh, maybe it was just like, maybe it was just like, uh, just for show. Just a, a, a tour play. It wasn't real. Yeah. Ah, I see. Yeah. yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You're full of conspiracy theories, Sue. That is on for on, on Patreon for, for twelve ninety nine a month. You can listen to my conspiracy theory podcast. You're pushing this Patreon really hard. <laughs> but I did see, I did look online because I am part of the Marriott Bonvoy Club. Yep. That I did see you can book the Marriott in Regina for hundred dollars a night. Oh, that's fantastic. Which, which I thought was a very good deal. Yes, that'd be great. Could you book that? So we will not talk about it, but call me after the podcast and I will give you some info. Okay, sounds good. The, the one the one discount that actually does exist in this podcast and we're not gonna tell you about it. That's but gonna be the next if episode? you sign up to Sue's Regina Hotel Discount Podcast, <laughs> a monthly fee of $24.99, you can ask her about booking a hotel. In Regina only. Yeah. So each city has its own individual podcast. Exactly. $24.99 for each one. For each city. A week. Like I do weekly podcasts, so it's it's actually price per week hey look I'm not working right now I need to make some money anybody out there listening podcast world I hope this podcast I, I hope it's like uh, it's like uh, you ever remember 1-800 golf tips yeah. <laughs> no. I hope it's like no you don't 1-800 golf tips was the best do you know what that was Megan did you ever call that number was it around when you were I, I'm not sure. I do know it. I did not call it. You never call. Ah, oh, it was the best. You would call it. It was 1-800-GOLF-TIPS. You would call it, and it was just a guy going, one, two, three, four, five. And he'd count up to eight. And then I think he'd count back down. So I hope that's what your podcast is. Regina. That's what it is. $100 a night. 
Edmonton. That's what it is. One hundred twelve dollars a night. When you go back to work, do you know yet? Oh, you have called hotel phone. If you would like a hotel in Regina, press one. Why don't you just tell me the hotel you want to stay at? Why don't you? Why don't you just tell me the hotel you want to stay at? Um, do you know when you're going back to work? No. You just know that it, it seems like it's coming. I, my company is up and running, and for anybody who would like to book a flight, I can get your friends and family discount. Wait, um, even me? Yeah. Well, I guess we have in the past. Wait, you didn't get us to... I can't believe... Can you believe we flew to Ireland round trip for $435. Now, I know that was still on the friends and family discount, but like all in, taxes in, everything. I find that amazing, you know? That is amazing. That is why I haven't got a raise. <laughs> well, now that you got all this government, government money, we're not getting into that. No politics on this podcast. No politics. No politics. No politics, all sunshine. So yep. Do you have any uh, tips for what to see on your drive tomorrow? Any tips? Do you have any um, places of interest? Or is it a surprise? Well, along the highway, just driving what we have so far, there seems to be quite a few tips for you. Quite a few, quite a few what? Tips. There seems to be quite a few uh, uh, signs, yes, with, with these tips that you speak of, of possible places of interest. Excellent. Did you want to go see the Gold Boy? Is that something you wanted to do? Megan is also like, I don't care if you want to do it. We were going to the Big Nickel. Like, I was like, do you want to see the Big Nickel? It was like five minutes out of the way. She's like, I don't know. Do you want to see it? I was like, I've seen the Big Nickel. So if I would have rather went and sat beside a mine watching the machines take extract the nickel rather than the big nickel itself Get it. because I, I, I do think it is quite interesting I, I do have a nickel in my wallet not as big <laughs> but still interesting well I mean big is relative so you can call it the big nickel if you want we, we did see a machine that extracted almost 7 million ounces of gold from 1985 to 2005 and is now on display uh, right beside the highway at a little stop where you would make uh, on the third week of July to do some extreme dirt biking slash four-wheeling with group of people. A whole group of people. So we want to recommend that to Mitchell and Gary because we thought 
man, they'd probably like. I, I, and to be fair, it looks really cool. I think if I had an ATV, it'd be fun to go and like they seem to have really cool trails and stuff. Well, that's definitely something you have to tell them. That sounds really cool. Well, if they're listening and paying the outlandish subscription fee, they should be able to hear this. That's right. That's right. That's so did you have, thing. okay, as somebody who's been, spent some time in Winnipeg, is there anything that, like, that we should, if we have time, should try to do or see or something? Uh, well, I went to the, um, the Polo Park, Polo Park Mall there once, but there is a, the Museum of Human Rights is in Winnipeg, Human yes. Rights Museum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I have seen from my hotel window dozen times, but it has always been minus 32 when I was in Winnipeg and could never have the courage to go out and go there, which I regret now, but um, that is, and the Polo Park Mall is like a really good mall. And there's a giant tiger where I bought the most comfortable underwear in my life when I lost my luggage once in Winnipeg, right downtown. Ask Jen. Ask Jen. <laughs> well, Megan will tell you this. Megan will tell you that story after. Okay, we'll record that separately and tack it on. I would like, I would like it noted on this podcast that I am one of the only people that loves Winnipeg, has loved my time in Winnipeg, and everybody I've ever met just from Winnipeg that I say that to asks me why. And I love Winnipeg, but I've always been in the, there in the winter when there's no mosquitoes, so I don't know about the summer. But apparently, Winnipegers don't understand why I like it so much. But I used to purposely do flights out of Winnipeg because I loved Winnipeg so much. Interesting. I don't know, I didn't mind Winnipeg. I thought it was nice. Yeah, I went for a walk around the Human Rights Museum. There it wasn't open, but I went for a walk. I thought it was a very nice, nice place. Had a good walk around. It, it was a little cold. It was very windy when I was there. Um, so that, it, was, it was good. I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it's on the list of my favorite cities in Canada. Um, no, but it, it's on my list of one of my favorite people in Canada, but the people don't understand why I like them so much, which I find very Canadian. Yes, that they makes find it weird that I, They find it weird that I like Winnipegers so much. That's hilarious. But I'm very excited for you to... Uh, uh, go through that area and I'm sure you'll find I'm sure you'll find some cool waterfalls the prairies are known for their cool waterfalls <laughs> I'm pretty sure well no before I know I'm kidding I'm animals. kidding there is actually yeah there's one that I stopped at there's one that I stopped <laughs> there's one I stopped at where was it I mean it would have been between Brandon and Portage La Prairie and um, there's this bridge that goes across it so I went and flew my drone up and my battery was getting a little bit low on the drone so I wanted to bring it back 
and there were these two women who were walking, who started walking across the bridge. So I thought, oh, like I want to bring it in because it had high rails on the side. I want to bring it in before they they come. So I kind of brought it in quickly and then reached up to grab the drone. And when I reached up, the drone nicked my finger. And Ouch. yeah, and I got a pretty nice and deep cut. So you know that feeling when you get a deep cut, you feel like the adrenaline kind of surge. And my finger started bleeding uh, quite a fair amount. And <laughs> I was wondering, these ladies walked past with me like kind of clutching my hand with like blood running down my fingers. <laughs> and then I had to drive, I think an hour back to wherever I was. I think this was, yeah, it was when I was in Brandon. I, I went and drove out and I had to drive back trying not to get blood all over my rental car of course you know and then luckily my hotel was right beside the dollar tree where i could buy some bandages and i bought great bandages there we should get those again Take a little stuff. Um, and that is why the last thing i gave you was a first aid kit for your car see yeah they should have those in rental cars from time to time especially and that is a likely serial killer story. I cut my finger and there's blood all over the car. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had yeah, good that's... evidence about it, you know. I think I had something right. that I could have shown or proven. But, uh, yeah. Some, some, dro some drone footage. Yeah, yeah. And, like, a receipt from Dollar Tree and stuff, so, you know. <laughs> cash but... on the finger. <laughs> it hurt. Like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad, but it was the kind of thing where I thought, well, I better, like, when I put the bandage on, I really made sure to kind of squeeze it back together. It's, this is, you know, stitch, stitch adjacent. You know, it could be close. So, so all right, we got to wrap this thing up, Sue. But how's everything back Absolutely. in, uh, back in, uh, in uh, Caledon for you? Things are uh, good here. I did a lot of gardening today, and Megan will tell you how that's my favorite thing to do. Yes. A lot of pruning, a lot of gardening. I love it. It's my own version of hell. Sorry to all you gardeners out there. But I look forward to hearing your podcast tomorrow. Drive safe. We'll wrap it up. I'm going to let Megan wrap it up. She's been very quiet right now. Thanks for coming on the show. If I could ask you, uh, I just sent something over uh, to your device. If you could pull it up with us and kind of sing along we'll end it there although we started with it i just wanted uh wanted you to be a part okay. of it as well okay let's do it we'll, we'll do it one no, more that, time i don't remember the words so you're gonna have to kind of carry it okay. start it off megan actually I don't know what the If we could hear uh, a version from you. Oh yeah, that'd be good. But she said she doesn't know the tune. She okay, doesn't know I'll how it goes, but 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 I think you can. Oh, that's true. You can make up your own version. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do my uh, my uh, my version. Okay, I'm pulling it up. I'm looking at it. Going for the drive. Going cross country. Moving from Mississauga. <laughs> Oh, there was some Aussie reference in there, I see. <laughs> I 
see. Very well done. Thank very, you. Very urban. Very urban. It didn't feel very Calgary. <laughs> to hear the full song, you can subscribe to my music podcast. I can't go buy the track on iTunes. You can buy the track on iTunes or Spotify. <laughs> Anyhow, you guys, drive safe. Let me know when you get there. Good talking to you. I hope I can join you in a podcast again. But I like to listen to your banter, too. Well, I, I just have one question before you go. Yep. Did you lose Joey Bellaclava? Joey? Yeah, we left him back. Hey, what are you talking about? I'm right here. We're kind of, yeah. Joey. Oh, man, we meant to bring you on, Joey. And, Joey, shut and, up. Uh... Get out of here. Yeah, get out of the car. Don't you worry about me. I know you're all about Dr. Doolittle today. Well. I'm glad. I'm glad, glad Joey. I'm glad. Yeah, I kind of wanted to get out. I gotta admit, I think Megan's... Megan, that guy was right. Megan's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's no good uncle. Her no good uncle, also a rat. So I gotta get out of this car. I'm gonna go give that guy a balaclava. He might not want a banana. But he probably... I, I think, he probably would like other think, other things that start with B. I think Beth needs to turn around and ask the guy what he meant. You need to go back. Confront this guy. Oh, we lost Sue. Signal went out. All right. Well, well there you go. Sometimes an interview comes to a natural end. And a much needed one. Oh, there it was. Yeah, I think we've I think we've gone more than long enough, don't you? It was wonderful. You sign it off. No, don't just shut it off. You gotta sign off. You gotta be like, hey, this is, you know. getting there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Just bring it a little closer to. I'm getting a little tired, so it's coming at you pretty hot. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, 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 closer. Oh. <laughs> it's got dark. I can't really get good readings, but. Yeah. I'll stop Until next time. <laughs> good night, everybody. Megan doesn't make it through the night. You know it's because I, I killed her in a fit of rage. Yeah. <laughs> forest <laughs> left behind I'm going to bury in the pavement <laughs> I can put it on my pu- on the pavement taken away by the on eagle the a full circle I feel we got there <laughs> you, still, you didn't sign off we'll see everybody tomorrow morning we'll do another one of these You'll hear it tomorrow night. Peace out, yo. You gotta push the stop stop button. Ah. Uh, good night.